further up and further in to your presence, deep to deep and deeper still in your river, satisfied longing for more of you. Welcome to Further Up and Further In. I'm Amy and I'm here with Michelle. Hey, Amy. I'm excited about what we're going to talk about today. I'm I think I'm excited. It's it's kind of a nitty-gritty topic, but hey, that's what we do here. Yeah. And I feel like it's a topic that you and I've both really been living into in the last few months. Yes. So it's almost like we're inviting our listeners into one of our many coffee conversations that we've had as we've kind of been wrestling with ourselves and what's going on in our own lives. Yep. And as we are like so determined to head further up and further in and recognizing that that comes as a cost. Yes. Surprisingly, this may be a surprise to some of our listeners, that going further up and further in isn't always about comfort. Have you ever hiked up a mountain? I have. I don't like hiking. (laughs) I actually really mostly love hiking, although I'm really excited. My husband told me he was going to get me a new pair of hiking boots. I'm still waiting on that. Probably need to remind him. Because the last long hike we had, my ankles were so sore. Mm. But yeah, like I love being outdoors and I love the beauty. The last hike we did for localish people, we were out by Canuso Falls and uh, we hiked up this ridge 10 kilometers. So it was pretty hefty mm. hike and pretty steep. But man, Amy, we got to the top. The vista was phenomenal, mm. like unbelievable, unbelievable in this pristine wilderness where hardly anybody is. And you just, I just feel something profoundly. Uh. And I think for me, it is always a metaphor. Yeah. So it wasn't, you know, you wouldn't have gotten the same experience sitting comfortably in your chair by the fire. No. And I get bored of that, actually. I need mm-hmm. that. I need my little sessions by the fire. Yeah. And I also crave that exploration. Mm. So in case people haven't quite figured out what we're talking about today. Are you going to do a sound effect? Uh, no. I don't... That was it. Your groan. Do the groan. groan. We're talking about comfort. Yes. In all the ways. In all the ways. So comfort of a cozy cup, uh, whatever your Mm -hmm. cup is, by a fire, needed, necessary. Mm -hmm. Comfort like your favorite cozy clothes that you put on after you've been gone all day. Mm -hmm. That's like a spot to refresh yourself. But then there's this sinkhole called comfort. Mm-hmm. Yep, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Where, I mean, I'm just going to jump right in. For me, it's just Jesus has really kind of smacked me up top of the head in his <laughs> loving, compassionate way of just like recognizing how highly I had been putting my own comfort. Yeah. Like to the point that that was kind of like my goal. Yeah. Or in another word, that was the God of my life was everything was centered around, okay, what am I comfortable with? Which in some ways weaves into your whole story of not taking risks Mm -hmm. and the, some of your God given wired personality. Yes. And, and, and where does it say anywhere in the Bible that we're right? Jesus came so that we could have Life. life. More comfortably. More comfortably. Oh, more comfortably. No, no, no. More abundantly. Yeah. Which sounds like a lot. Yeah. And all the thriving abundance in my life has come with some 
some cost, actually. Yeah. And Jesus said, I, you know, I came and I, I paid a huge cost so that you can actually experience abundant life, mm-hmm. which has a level of comfort to it. The word abundance applies no lack. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and that's comfortable. Living with lack isn't very fun. Been there. Um, we, in my small group, we did Louis Giglio's study, Goliath Must Fall, mm-hmm. last spring when I was internally wrestling with, do I resign from my position at the church and take a bunch of risks? which I analytically understand is a great way to go further up and further in, but I really felt like I was just contemplating (laughs) jumping off a cliff. Yes, the the mind makes sense, but inside (laughs) the the soul is like... Yeah, and I don't mean like literally jumping off a cliff, but metaphorically feel like taking such a leap of faith that I don't know for sure what's on the other side other than Mm -hmm. Jesus. Yeah. Who will never leave me or forsake me and who will scrape me up off the floor if I've made the worst choice of my life, but it felt like, bah. And one of... Um, Louis Giglio's things was the God of comfort or the giant of comfort must fall. Like if we're pursuing Jesus, our own comfort level has to bend the knee. Mm -hmm. So this very word comfort was coming to me last spring. Now you're saying you're rumbling through it. So yay, our listeners get to hear our processing. Mm -hmm. But for me and all of that, my layers of comfort were so many, Amy. Mm -hmm. It was like the risk financially of letting go of a sure paycheck for an indefinite period of I don't know Mm -hmm. what will be next. One of the biggest ones for me is I wasn't sure that all the people that are I care deeply about that would be most affected by this decision would be okay with it. Mm -hmm. This is a really big deal for me, my -hmm. wiring, my soul, that comfort for me also comes from approval of other people. Mm -hmm. And I might not get it from everybody. And Mm -hmm. in fact, I didn't. Yeah. I got, you know, enough of a, I would use the word witness or confirmation from people that I know really hear from Jesus saying, man, I really sense his presence in this. I don't sense you're making a disaster of your life. But there understandably were people that didn't either. Mm-hmm. And man, that was like stripping away of a comfort that was a big grief for me. Mm-hmm. So we're not saying that Jesus always calls us to stuff that just like he's like this greek god looking down on these lowly pathetic humans and using his magnifying glass in the heat of the sun to just make us squirm yes we are not talking about that no we're not talking about that at all uh what we're talking about is the reality of the situation is when we're comfortable we're not growing when we're Mm -hmm. comfortable we're not being stretched when we're comfortable there's no need for faith actually Mm mm-hmm There's no need when we're comfortable, it's harder to be reliant and looking towards Jesus. Not that you can't, but comfort actually means stagnation. Nothing needs to change. You're comfortable. It's true. There's no motivation to get up and move. And man, I, again, I just don't see anywhere in the Bible where Jesus uses language like that. Well, he doesn't. In fact, he, he, he's the worst salesman on the planet he is. ever he, been. It's true. <laughs> he regularly said to people, hey, deny yourself, take up your cross and follow me. Yeah. And I feel like we've lost some of that message in our North American Christianity, even though many of us would say, oh, no, no, I don't subscribe to a prosperity gospel. We do subscribe to a comfort gospel. I'm going to sit here and have my quiet time with Jesus and he's going to remind me he loves me and then I'm going to carry on my merry way. Yeah. And the rest of my day looks just like everybody else's on the planet. And where is the taking up the cross, deny yourself and follow me? Yeah. And I I wonder if it's kind of like that pendulum swing from 
a generation or two generations mm-hmm. ago that had a little bit of the twisting of that into like, you need to be working yourself to the bone for Jesus or else you don't actually love him. Right? Like in yeah. that, that we've kind of swung to the other side of, oh, you know what? Jesus loves me. He wants me. He wants to take care of me. I need to make sure that I'm taking good care of myself to the extent that we've maybe lost the, Jesus talks about we're going to suffer. <laughs> Yeah, right? and who's going to sign up for that unless... Exactly. Unless you really believe there's a reward on the other side. Exactly. Unless you believe that actually Jesus is really, really good. Yeah. And he knows what he's doing. Yeah. And that it's not just like, I'm. for me, man, some of my process is just like, okay, will I give up my comfort? And in my head, it was like this dichotomy of like, okay, either I have my comfort... Or my life is going to be horrific. I wonder if it would help our listeners. Like I talked about what's comforting to me. Yes. What would be, because I think everybody's really different. So if they're just only hearing mine, they'd be like, whatever. Yeah. What would some of your comfort things be? Some of my comfort things is just like feeling like I have um, just space and margin by myself. Mm -hmm. That the comfort of the ability to choose what I engage in. Mm. So there's not like this external expectation on you that's chewing into that margin. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's that I have the right amount of margin that I have deemed that I need. And you can control that with the level of commitments you make. Exactly. Which, let's face it, there's some common sense discipline in oh, that. yeah. Time is a uh, something we're supposed to steward. Mm-hmm. So we're not talking about then that shouldn't matter. No. I'm talking about... In my head, it was like, I either have this comfort where, you know, above all else, I'm making sure that I have the margin. I have, you know, that Mm -hmm. I'm only giving responsibility to the amount that I deem I can do. And on the other side, in my head, it was like, or my life is going to be overwhelming, horrific, terrible, and a slog. Yeah. And it was like, Jesus. (laughs) One or the other. Right? One or the other. That good old binary thinking. But again, Jesus kind of was like, hey, Amy just struck me and it's a simple thing but it really hit me hard was just like okay am i the god of your comfort Mm. or is comfort your god oh say that again amy am i the god of your comfort or is comfort your god because here's the thing while jesus does talks about does talk about suffering and you know denying yourself he also talks about being a comforter the holy spirit is a comforter yeah and this is the thing, even when we give up our comfort in obedience, we find his goodness on the other side every time. Right? And yep. his comfort, he man, he has the ability to comfort me exceedingly better than my parceling my time out will bring me comfort. Yes. And there's an energizing in the obedience. It's like having made the leap off the cliff, I find that he's really, really good. Mm. And that what he's giving me in this season is something I've been longing for, longing for. And it's delightful. It's Mm -hmm. stretching. I am daily faced with the temptation to go down some freak out what if trails. (laughs) I am. That's just like the reality. And when I deal with those, as we have talked about many times, not, you know, going down the what if and freak out and fear and everything else. It's just like, man, when I'm just savoring his presence and what he's calling me to do right now, it's rich and wonderful. Mm-hmm. And I know we've used this verse many times on our podcast because it's very meaningful to both of us. 
but it's that end of Matthew 11 where mm, yeah, yeah. in the message it says, um, it's, you know, his yoke is easy, his burden is light. But man, when you read it in the message, it's like this whole another expression of it. Um, Come to me, get away with me, and you'll recover your life. Mm. Right? So he also, he says, take up your cross and follow me. But he's like, when you follow me, this is what you're going to find. Yeah. So the two things are true. Let's not just read the one scripture that's like, take up your cross and suffer. Yes. But on the other side of the cross was resurrection life. And he's like, as you come to me, I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything mm-hmm. heavy or ill-fitting yeah. on you. Keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. So it's Who like, wouldn't want that? <laughs> it's like this surrender tension, right? Yeah. That's where I was at making this decision. You're feeling some of that right now in some things in your life. It's like, it's really about surrender. What yeah. I'm hanging on to that I think <laughs> is what feels safe and good, comforting. Mm-hmm. Everything's known. I can manage it. I'm good. Wow, that sounds a bit like being the God of your own life. I know. I was just like, this reminds me of the Lordship <laughs> yeah. episode. Yeah. Well, there's a theme in what's going on, isn't there? <laughs> yeah. And again, right? The If we follow that passage of, you know, deny yourself, take up your cross, follow me. There's a whole other passage right after it that also talks about this. It says, if you try to hang on to your life, you will lose it. But if you give up your life for my sake, you will gain it. What do you benefit if you gain the whole world but lose your own soul? Is there anything worth more than your soul? Right? So it seems to imply that if we are holding on to our comfort, if we're trying to grasp at that, the end result's not going to be great. No, it is actually like we're... By trying to hang on to something, we're losing the very thing we're trying to hang on to. Mm. Basically is what it's saying. And I mean, that verse certainly helped push me over the cliff a few times. It's like, if I hang on to all of this, I'm actually going to lose the thing I'm longing for. Mm -hmm. I have to be obedient and believe that he's going to be good. And, you know, I think Jesus is really kind to us. Mm -hmm. It's Psalm 103 in the King James Version talks about, uh, that's just what I memorized it as a kid in school. He knows our frame that we are as dust. Mm, It's like mm -hmm. he's compassionate to us. He knows the weakness that we're facing. He knows that what we're experiencing is where we live from. Mm -hmm. But he is inviting us to a life of faith. Mm, Or mm -hmm. as we stretch and let go of the things that we've been holding on to for security and comfort, he's going to meet us on the other side. But he doesn't like just dismiss it as insignificant either. Mm, mm -hmm. Those steps are really mattering. And he cares. And he's kind. And he's Mm -hmm. compassionate. But he's also fierce. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, sometimes I think, how did I ever end up here? Well, it's because I prayed a prayer. Yeah. And I said, I'm all in with you, Jesus. And I really want all that you have for me. And I really do want to live an adventurous life. And that's going to be risky. Mm-hmm. It's going to end. It's not always going to be comfortable, but it's always going to be good because he's good. Mm-hmm. And I'm feeling the sweetness of that these days. And I'm really, really thankful for it. I read something that I can't even attribute as a quote to someone else because I know I paraphrased it in my own brain. You know how we yeah. do that? And it's like this little spot of comfort you're in. Is it a place that you've decided to camp Mm. or is it a place where you're gathering strength? Mm. So your need to have like some margin and some time Mm -hmm. alone, that can be a gathering strength place for you. Mm -hmm. You know how God wired you and God's not taking that away from you. He knows what you need. Mm -hmm. He created you, but he was inviting you to be engaging in that spot of comfort to gather strength. And he's inviting you further up and further in. Thank you.